Uh, welcome, welcome. Oh, I'm super, super excited and grateful to have Kevin Expansion Codes with us today to drop all the water knowledge and just all the really amazing magic that you bring to the world. So thank you for being here, Kevin, and welcome to you. Thank you, Sarah. I'm so glad to circle back with you. It's a, my second time with you. I'm so grateful. You're such a fantastic podcaster. So I'm grateful to be here and uh, to flow with you, sister. It's going to be fun. Mm, so, so fun. I'm super excited. So let's just dive right in and really share about your spiritual journey, how this kind of led you to the water and what kinds of expansion codes are you having in this now moment? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's a great question. Um, so really for me, I was always one foot in the door with health, one foot in the door with, uh, you know, I guess consciousness, and then the other foot in the bar and the fast food and the meat and the dairy and the alcohol. Um, so I was kind of living two lives, you know, internally, I knew there was something. And at the same time, I was trying to fit in always. Um, I was the kid in high school who never really fit into any group, but was always a part of a group. And I just, there was always something, even growing up, there was just something like I, I did a lot of sports. I enjoyed being around people, um, but I never felt that there was uh, an alignment. I, I just felt like I was kind of like a lost, lost little puppy sometimes. And um, so, I mean, throughout my experience, most of my life has been dedicated to public service. I've worked with communities, uh, you know, uh, community development, uh, political uh, engagement. I uh, did the Peace Corps. Um, and that, that led me to, after that service, I, I went to Seattle. And there I went to law school. And that's where I feel like it's not so much spiritual journeys you find, you go through a spiritual journey. I feel like it's you go so far off a spiritual path that God, universe smacks you back. I think when you go so far, and this is why you hear a lot of people who, you know, struggle and hit some dark moments, that's when they find the light, right? Um, so yeah, for me, um, a culmination of three years of between law school, tech sales, and real estate, um, and not in the cool kind of real estate that I, I really wanted to do. It was in the, in the very, uh, me in a suit, trying to, trying to sell houses in, in a very uh, non-cool way. Um, <laughs> still myself, but at the same time, you know, there, there was just something about it, you know? Um, so yeah, it really got me to this point where I remember, um, I was, uh, in my studio place. I had a beautiful place overlooking the space needle and I had everything on paper, Sarah, that you think people would want. I had the convertible. I had the six figures. I had the gorgeous relationship. I had everything. I was social. And then I remember it all hitting me. I couldn't get out of bed for two weeks. There was a moment, there was a two week period where I didn't leave my place. Uh, I could barely, I literally had to crawl out of bed after like three days. Something switched in me, something woke up. And that's when I began, I feel my spiritual journey. Like I couldn't get out of bed. I didn't know what was going on. And um, I found some YouTube clips where they were very motivational and that just started getting me changing things for me. Um, that's where my spiritual journey began. It began at a point where I was so clogged up with toxicity that 
uh, I couldn't take anymore. My spirit couldn't take anymore. It couldn't take anymore, uh, you know, going out to bars, happy hours, and then, you know, waking up and hangovers. Spirit couldn't take it anymore. So um, that's where it began. And from that, it's been four years of ebbs, flows, uh, trials, errors, uh, and a lot of lessons. So yeah, it's, it's been a beautiful experience since. Hasn't been the easiest experience, but it's been one that I feel like time has slowed down. I think my last four years has been really like chill and like so present as compared to the, the prior, I'm not going to tell you how many years it was, <laughs> uh, but the prior years. So yes. So a great question. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And so like your recent book, it's uncovering the BS, right? Or unfolding the BS. Yes. Unfolding, unfolding, the, BS, unfolding right? the BS. Absolutely. And so with that, do you share a lot of deep dives within this journey that you've been through and some of the insights that you found like specifically with the water and so now like let's kind of dive into like you know you had this awakening and then like what was next like did you mm -hmm. like immediately stop drinking like what were the yeah. little tools and things that you did to kind of like create that for yourself good question um so for about two years from that point um the major shifts for me is i went plant-based um, and again, I, I went, I was starting to put nutrition into my body. I was starting to drink less. I was starting to exercise again. I was working out and I desired to, I was in a very ego, you know, centered world and I was detoxing from it. So there's still some where my body wanted, I, I, I just like, I wanted to be exterior to look good. I wanted to feel strong. Right. And so I would go to the gym for external reasons. I just wanted to look good. Right. And I feel like there's some good to that because you want to put your body in a right state. And then that way you, then after your body, you can go to your mind and your heart. I think those are the progressions is once you can tackle your body and get it moving, then it's easier with your mind and your heart. Um, so for, yeah, for, for about two years, um, I detoxed from a lot of my habits. Um, I went plant-based. That was a big shift. Um, I switched from uh, law school and working full time to doing real estate. And then I left a lot of the real estate world. I changed firms that helped because I was able to be more myself. I opened up my, actually my own office in a co-working space. No one ever, no one did that in Seattle. Everyone had offices, like big offices people would go to. I was the first person I would say in Seattle, I was an innovator. Like I was like, no, I'm just going to go to a co-working space where there's other entrepreneurs and I'm going to have my own small office. So that was my real taste of doing things on my own as an entrepreneur. And so that was an awakening for me on a whole nother level. Um, so yeah, for, for about another year and a half there, I just got to a point where I just didn't feel aligned in Seattle anymore. So I uh, sold everything. I took my dog and we went out to Oahu. We lived in a camper van that I customized when I got out there for three months and I just healed by healing. I mean, I didn't work. So I, I really pretty much blew all my money. <laughs> um, <laughs> I live it on Oahu and it was a great experience. A lot of healing. That was the first time I really started feeling water as healing. And I, you know, I, I would swim in the water every day and Hawaii has really healing water. And, um, 
yeah, and, and drinking the water there too, that like really natural springs there, you can find really potent water. Um, and then, yeah, after that, Sarah, I, I flew back to, um, flew back to the U S did exactly what you're kind of doing, did some house sittings. I was just like, I don't desire to go back to a nine to five. I don't desire to do any of the things like I'll do a dog walking. So I did dog sitting. I, um, was trying to figure out as an entrepreneur, what business did I want? I was calling in a business that was in alignment with me. Um, you know, my background again is public communications and development and health. I have a master's in public health and I really wanted to, to get, uh, you know, I did physical training for about six weeks or six months to a year as a fitness coach in orange theory, which was a lot of fun. And, um, so yeah, that's what I was doing. I was, making bills happen. Like I was just paying bills, uh, barely making it, but I was doing what I loved. I was helping people. I was engaged. I was energetic. And when I was on a road trip out West, um, like you, right. Going out West on that road trip. Um, I ended up back in the Seattle area. And when I ended up in Seattle, I reconnected with my brother who, um, he was my first friend who gave me a red pill. He was the first one who really started introducing consciousness to me, like spiritual consciousness, these ideas. I'm like, this dude's woo woo. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> and then he started, you know, so we, we grew a great friendship. So I was at his place and, you know, this whole time, you know, I was living paycheck to paycheck three years ago, uh, two years prior, I filed for bankruptcy. So I had no credit cards. I was just living on cash and it's so much different when you're just living on cash. Oh my goodness. It's such a different lifestyle. Um, so yeah, I was good learning lifestyle. Like I'll tell you, like the people who've gone through bankruptcy are the ones who will find financial success because they know how to handle with little amount of money. Um, so fun fact, Walt Disney filed bankruptcy three times Mm. before hitting it big with Mickey mouse. That was his like, yeah, he hit Mickey Mouse. He drew Mickey Mouse when he was going through his third bankruptcy. So wow. uh, yeah, you never know when inspiration is going to find you. And that's kind of like for me, when I was in this area, my buddy, he's super healthy. He was also plant-based and, uh, but he was always so chill too. And he was just like, Hey bro, we're going to go fill up our waters. You want to go with us? It's like, yeah, sure, man. Like at the time I was drinking alkaline water, you know, I paid $2 at Trader Joe's. I got the Essentia. I was and a fitness coach, of course. Like, I know what I'm drinking. I know it's good, right? Come on. I yeah. got a master's in public health, Sarah. I know yeah. it's fucking water. <laughs> like, I know this shit, right? Like, I, uh, <laughs> and so we drive 10 minutes later. We pass like the Whole Foods. We, we pass Trader Joe's. We pass all these places because he has these jugs with them. I'm like, bro, where are we going? And he's like, I got to go fill up my water. All right. So we end up going to his buddy's place to fill up water. His buddy had this weird little machine on, on his counter. I didn't really pay any attention to it, but that's where he filled up his water and talked to his friend. It was really cool. He was a real big bulky dude who, uh, I think he played football before, but he was the sweetest dude you'd ever meet. And he was just like my friend. He would just talk consciousness, just dive deep with you. When you were in his presence, you just felt listened to, you felt heard. There was just something about him. He was just present and flowing. Um, and you, you know, with men, it's not very easy to find that. Usually they're like, da, 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 da. This yeah. dude was just chill. Um, I thought it was the weed, but it wasn't the weed. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was the water. It was the water. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. so I had my first experience with uh, Kangen water. 
two years, two and a half, no, two years and three months ago. Uh, wow, time has flown um, in such a great way, right? Um, and I remember my first week on the water. Uh, I was at my buddy's place, and I, I had maybe like three, four gallons of it at the time, and I just felt so different. Like my hands were shaking. I, I would feel like the middle of my uh, temples, like where your third eye, I felt that tapping when I'd meditate, I would just see gold coming from my third eye. Um, I never experienced that. And what was big for me and the big change outside of all those awesome things, right. was, um, I remember making dinner for them because I love to cook and I was making dinner for them. I bought a really nice bottle of wine, poured the wine for everybody. And I took a couple sips of it and I, I was just like, this wine's bad. It's turned, right? Like I was like, man, I paid $50 for this bottle of wine. It's kind of ridiculous. And then I asked my friends, it's like, guys, you know, I'm sorry about the wine. They're like, this is great. What are you talking about? The ones who weren't drinking the water. Mm, wow. The ones who were, were like, thanks, but they weren't drinking it. So what I, that was my last conscious glass of alcohol. That was the last time I chose to drink alcohol over two years ago. And that from that point, Sarah, I had $200 in my pocket. Um, I left my vehicle there in Seattle. I flew, I borrowed money from my parents. Me in my early 30s, I had to borrow money from my parents, fly back to Georgia where they, I stayed with them for a month. I borrowed money to ship my car back because they wouldn't have made the, the, the whole drive back. Yeah, yeah. Once I got the vehicle, I lift drove, I dog walked. I did everything I could to get this machine in my life. Hmm. And- it's ever bit since then, it's just been, you know, I was calling in a conscious business. I was calling in conscious health and it just, the universe will provide you the things you ask for. And for me, and I know everybody's different and I love, and I appreciate everyone's journey. And, and for me, it's just, it was a calling that ill aligned. So uh, yeah, that's, that's my water path and, and how really it just this was my catalyst to just this whole new world of, being an entrepreneur in this whole different concept of being mobile and taking it with me everywhere. Like my dog and my water machine, those are the two things that go with me everywhere. Yeah. Uh, I love that story so much because also you were calling in community that was also seeking the same things Absolutely. as you. And so now it's like, you're a part of, you're not just like getting to help yourself and heal yourself. Like you're, sharing it with others and then building this community that now Absolutely. is like on it's just evolving right going going <laughs> yeah absolutely um you know i connected with somebody on i like most people i had no idea what i was drinking i had no idea about kong and water i heard about like some people mentioned it but they were like kanjin and like i didn't know right and then i started drinking it and i started looking it up and I asked a friend of mine who had a machine and, and he sent me a profile called water priestess and I was reading her stuff and I'm like, I have no idea what this woo woo lady's talking about. <laughs> like, I don't get her. Jilly's one of my sweet friends. I love Jilly to death yeah. and she is woo woo and I love everything about it. I, I love it. Um, I'm so grateful for her because uh, I was able to connect with her partner, Chris, um, and come out better. And we connected on Instagram, not about water, not about sales. We connected on a Doug funny meme. Huh. And 
that has just turned into such a beautiful friendship. On, on, we connected on our childhood thing. We had a great conversation for almost two hours, our first call together about childhood, about our dads, about just everything. And at the end, he asked me like how I can, you know, what, how am I manifesting the machine? And he was the perfect salesman, just allowed it to happen, gave me my power, but also was a beautiful guy. And so they are a part of a community. They created a community called Wake Water. Um, and they just started it really when I joined. There was about 30 people. And now, two years later, there's almost 700, 700 people in this oh community. And I, I can't keep up, honestly, because, you know, there's just people will message me on Instagram like, hey, Kev, good to meet you. I don't know these people. <laughs> but I'm grateful because there's so many passionate people in this community um, because there's so many people also about talking about Congo. People are awakening the water. And there's also a great contrast, Sarah, too, with like people are seen behind the veils of sales. Mm. We're seeing what people do on Instagram. We're all oversold on Instagram. We're oversold on Facebook. And Congan is no different. And Adric's no different. You have people who are trying to sell and make money. You have people who are building funnels and trying to just mass distribute. Then you have people like our movement that's really saying, okay, it's about this continuous growth. It's about duplication of conscious community and economies, um, helping each other free ourselves and not expecting everybody to be full-time distributors working so hard. No, just be you and have fun and allow it to flow. And uh, I feel like that's why our, our movement has, has just expanded so much is because of that. Be who you are as you define it. And it can be flexible and, and, and reinvent. And as I like to say, expand in any direction you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love it so much. I mean, like just, I mean, and I've gotten to it. Like I haven't, I'm not in it, but like just by experiencing it, getting to have Chris on the podcast and sharing his lens and, and mm -hmm. all of those things. It's just so amazing. Like what, you know, something can do for someone, right? Like whether it's water, whether it's changing your diet, whether it's like taking that red pill and understanding things are more of an illusion than maybe you thought, you know, there's so many ways to wake up to our truest self, you know? And so yes. with that, I want to dive into a little bit of spirituality with the water. We kind of briefed this like while we were, um, before we came on, on today, but I want to like know your lens in terms of like, what is it, what is your understanding of the spirituality and water as of now? Yeah, I love it. Um, I feel everything is in steps. So I do feel like even if there was no business behind this water, I would be sharing it just as passionately. And that's one of, honestly, the biggest blocks for people when they come into this with Congen is they're so hyped up. And then when you let them know there is an opportunity to create income, people freeze. If it was free and there was no compensation, they just go crazy. And they're just like, yeah, I just want to do it because it's it feels good, right? But we have this guilt. We have this like program that making money is bad. 
and especially if it's not nine to five. And so I find with like spirituality and water and everything that I've experienced, if I would have went straight into the water, I don't believe I would be where I'm at right now. I believe the water finds you, Kangen water finds you when you're ready because you've done other healing. And I've talked to people, I'll give you an example, Jillian. She's one of the sweetest people I've ever met. She's a nurse out in Iowa. She was watching the wake movement first, before the wake movement for almost three years. She knew about the water, yet she never dove in until I started talking with her. And then about, it took almost a year for her without conversations for her to be like, yes. And it's because she had to do healing before because there was scarcity. There was, oh, it's expensive. I'm not worthy of it. That's the most common, right? And that's spiritual, Sarah. That's spiritual. It, scarcity is spiritual, right? When we can't be full and abundant when we're living in scarcity. I know myself, if it would have been in a place where uh, I wasn't already healing, I wouldn't have valued the water. I would be like, I can still, I don't, that's too expensive. I don't need this. I don't, I'm good. I'm good. So what I feel is it's, it's in steps. So when people come in, wherever they are, when they make that sacred yes, when they invest in themselves and say, look, I am worthy of $5,000 machine because damn it, I am worthy of five fucking thousand dollar machine. People spend $30,000 on cars, no drop of a hat. But when it comes to something that could actually really benefit them, people freeze. So that's an initiation. That's a spiritual initiation for people. When they can initiate themselves into the state of abundance by saying yes to themselves, that's a spiritual growth. So even before drinking the water, when people say that sacred yes, they are expanding. And then once the water gets into your system and starts healing you internally, holy moly. There's just, it's almost like, you think there's a bottom you have no idea that there's a bottom until you get into the water because this water the way it's created the way that it's intended to be to be in our system is to flush out our cells that's where our dna is there's no other water that's created to hydrate our cells to get into that deep deep corridors of our bodies. So what happens is your first three months, you feel better. You have more energy. Remember me talking about the body. You got to start with the body. Then you get to the mind. Then you get to the heart. Same with the water. Kangen water will start healing, cleansing out toxins. You'll lose weight. Jillian, who I mentioned, lost 50. Not only lost. She dropped 50 pounds, released it. It's not like it's some diet that's coming back. It's not a green powder where, oh, I'm out of green powder. No, it's gone because now she feels good. So your physical body, you remove brain fog, you get more energy, you feel better. You get a lot of these physical ailments. Chris was talking about, you know, his his stomach issues. Um, You know, we all have our little testimonials. You know, that's the one thing I'll say is instead of asking people about what they're, you know, what they know about water, ask them about how it helped them. Watch them light up. 
watch them light up. I was talking to Angie uh, out in Noonan, Georgia, when I was just visiting. She hasn't bought a machine yet, but hearing her story on how she had major, um, not headaches, they're called migraines. Mm. 20 years she had migraines. The only time she ever had migraines was when she was pregnant. Every time else in her life, she would describe it as the pain would be like it start in her neck and then it would be like someone folding over a blanket on her face and like stretching her neck and she couldn't feel. That was the pain of her migraines. She said she has never experienced freedom from that outside of being pregnant and drinking congan water. I got chills listening to her because she just lit up. There was no like, oh, Angie, when are you getting your machine then, huh? Nothing. I just let her talk and you just saw people just light up in their stories. So that's a step, another step in spiritual awakening is when we can start sharing our story. We all have such beautiful stories, but we're all afraid to say it. We're all afraid to talk about it. Why? Because it may not be good enough. It may not be Instagrammable may not be sexy enough who cares when you start no when you start realizing your message is for a certain amount of people not everybody when you start realizing these things that are on instagram with millions that are artificially created for people to be brainwashed you start realizing people with a hundred thousand followers are actually paying people to to subscribe to them it starts clicking to you that it's, it's where people are authentically sharing is when you listen to people and you're like, wow, they have a cool story. And our stories are just for the right amount of people, like I said. So that's a spirit. That's the second spiritual expansion. The first one's the body, right? Like you, you're, you're releasing that, that heavy emotional or excuse me, physical weight. Second is the emotional weight, right? So we store our emotions in our body. In our blood, our blood's 96% water. If we don't clean out our system and our cells, we won't remove the emotion. So that's second step, Sarah, of your spiritual journey with Congan water. You are going to get into emotions that you didn't expect. You're going to have to face things you had never thought. You're going to have to do healing of memories, of abuses, of, of things you've hurt people that you don't remember you're going to have to face those on a spiritual level. A lot of people, you know, they'll drink Kongan at a certain level and they'll stay there. And that's great. They'll stay at the physical level. When you have a community of people who are supporting your spiritual growth, because we know the deeper you go, the cleaner you become. And you're not only healing yourself, you're healing your family. You're healing your lineage. And that's the third step is, is you're healing on a deeper level. So you got to your emotional. Now you're going to your, higher self you can start reaching that person um and that's you know you talk to the people who stuck with it long enough <coughs> yeah so like you have your three stages most people will be like <coughs> physical i'm good i feel good i'm starting to get this emotional stuff i don't want to do the work people get the emotional stuff they want to go deeper cool they're going to go into the spiritual work not a lot of people go in the spiritual wealth world. And that's where you see people like Chris, Jilly, um, you know, who do these work. And, and now they're receiving the abundance. Their stories. If you go back and listen, watch any of Chris's or <coughs> Jilly's or mine or anybody's 
stories from day one. I remember watching Jilly's story when she just started. She wore all black. She had so much makeup on. She looked like she was a board executive. <laughs> and that's, that's the healing. That's what happens. It's stages. It takes time. It takes patience. And it's so worth it. So worth it. Uh, I just love all of that. Cause I mean, it's just so true. Like, you know, it starts with the physical, emotional, and then you're, you're tapping into this, this, this higher self of that is always wanting that everything you deserve, right? That abundance, all the things that you are wanting for yourself is now feels achievable based on doing that healing and doing the work and showing up for yourself and doing what feels good and right for your body, you know, which Mm. is amazing. And also receiving medicine that brings out the uncomfortableness. We all like to get comfortable in our healing. We like to face and just do enough. And then we stay at a level of bliss and comfort. And that's great. Again, everybody's journey is different. When you can take that step in faith, and go into that uncomfortable realm, it's a slingshot. It's, it's a pull back, right? So people will be like, oh crap, I'm regressing. Like for example, like I'm here in Mexico <clears throat> again, and I could have been in another place more abundant in money. However, I knew that I needed to be pulled back because there's a higher level, right? So when you can take it, that understanding of it's not a setback, it's a set up. That's when it really switches because most people don't even want to take a step backwards. They're like, I just want to keep going forward. I just want to keep going forward. Well, you know what? I'm just going to stay here. I'm cool. And again, everybody has their choice. 90% of the people will stay where they are. And you got to love everybody where they are. And then you also have to encourage those who are like, hey, I'd like a little bit more. I'd like, cool. We're just going to give you a little bit and then push them in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) Let them fucking swim for themselves. And that's sometimes what it takes. It's just like, just say, you can swim. Chris has done it to me many times, you know, and I've done it with my team members. And it's beautiful to see people progress. And that's another thing, Sarah. We talk about community. Uh, I've been in so many different jobs. I've worked in so many different fields and I've impacted communities. I I, I served internationally. I have not experienced so much healing and and ability to help others so simply. So simply. The only thing that makes it difficult is me. Is me Mm -hmm. feeling like people are judging me for sharing, for, oh, Kev, they don't want to talk to you. They don't want to be sold. And it's, it's that victim, that old mindset you have to get rid of. And that for me is something I'm going through. And as we all go through, as we get into our leadership roles, is that I am good enough. I am here for people and I'm good enough to be on Sarah's podcast. I'm good enough to share and, and in such an authentic way. Mm, Yes. And like, I feel like just allowing ourselves to deprogram those programs because they're just programs right that have been embedded in us 
mm-hmm. and and created this division, the separation of not being worthy of what it is that we're wanting to create, you know, and so allowing these tools, whether it be water, food, you know, there's so many things that we can do to remove these programs so that we can step into our abundant self, you know, the self that is just so grateful to be here, sees earth as this big giant playground ready to play and explore and share and, and allow ourselves to, to be fully in that. Yes. I love that. And that's really what it comes to is is being able to play. Mm, Yes. Yes. And so with that, like, so now that everyone has heard all of these things, like they must want to know where they can find more of Kevin, where can they find more about this water and all the above? Absolutely. So, um, I'm on Instagram at expansion codes. Um, that's just the easiest way I find with, with connecting with me. I'm on Facebook. I casually use it. I, yeah. I, 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 I've been called more to use it again because I feel, I feel there's a lot of people that need help there. Mm. I do feel there's a lot of people that need it, need the medicine there. So um, to learn more about, Hongan Water and our community. We have webinars, uh, weekly webinars. I would suggest them to, to dive into. We have one with Chris on Tuesdays, the science of water. Uh, we have one with Julie on Monday, the spirituality of water. And then we have one on Wednesday with Kira and she does kind of a hybrid of it. Um, and that's during the day. So for people who are international, they can, they can listen to those. Um, I love the live calls because people, you can feel the energy of the community. Um, like anything, always be cautious on what you watch online, learn online. You know, there's a hundred different reasons why competitors try to blast Kongan. And I, you know, I don't need to get into that right now, just to know, for people to know, there's no other thing that no other machine out there that has given testimonials that I've heard and I've seen. So if people are interested, I know people are interested. Everybody's worthy of this water. Yes. It's a lot easier to, to receive than most people think. Most people think $5,000. I don't have that. That's cool guys. I didn't either. They have financing for everybody. I did a financing plan. I had a down payment and no interest monthly payments for two years, which my last payment's t- next month. So excited for it. It's like, yes, it's completely mine. Um, oh and then they have, and then they have people who good credit, cool, $55 a month. You can have this machine in your household. And, um, and then for those who are interested in doing what I do, being a voice for it and sharing and creating a lifestyle with it part-time, I don't do this full time. I, this is a part time. I, I love sharing part time. And it's, it's so important to, to emphasize that with people because most, most like network marketings are built on the model of we need to bring in a lot of people and work it full time. I don't believe in that. I think it's just you, you flow with the water as you flow with it and expand you as you expand. So that being said, find me on Instagram. Um, you can check out our webinars. Wake Water Co. Uh, is our Instagram handle and our website is, we have a new one, wakemovement.love, which is a beautiful resource for those conscious entrepreneurs looking to dive deeper. Mm, ah, So, so good. So 
Make sure all of you check that out. There's so much good information. They have such amazing people that are doing exactly what Kevin is doing, just sharing, showing up as his authentic self and bringing this magic into the world, which is what we're wanting. Seeing that the world is a beautiful place and it's not something to be scary about. We have the ability to create our realities and we can step in and make it happen. So uh, with all the love, Kevin, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing. Continue to bring this magic into the world, to share and light people up with what it is that you're bringing. Light them up. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And bye for now. Bye, Sarah.